This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, okay, we're holding over here. It's Membeza Midbeza. We saw a little bit, the, um, we saw about the Goliaths and so on. As, so the the piska is kufyudal if, if it's if you're looking in Yaakov, it's mem bezom and bez. Um, if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says like this: It's the middle of kufyudal. Daigable of ishi sichena. It says that if somebody has some sort of worry, he should yashchena. So the machloek is what it means. Rav Amra sichena yashi. He should um, take it. He should try to get it off his mind. And one said he should tell it to other people. So the uh, the, the Fiora Perushim Rashi in different places, but I call upon him. Um, the way it says over here, we have uh, two choices. One is Yasechen Midaitoi. So the Pshat seems to be the way the way um, different Farshim learn is because somebody who has any worry, it impedes anything a person does. And therefore keeping it is it's like it's like if you have something stuck on a tire, it just doesn't go. And you have to make sure you get rid of it. Yasechen Lacherim is a very interesting. So What's why should he tell other people? So one shot given is obviously they're going to give him an eighth of some sort, and uh, the person will be able to uh, deal with it. He'll, he'll hear good advice on somebody. And another shot that is probably um, goes to the heart. I think of the mind. I didn't see it anywhere in particular, but I think it's shot when a person. The reason why a person likes to emote express himself emotionally is because if somebody else agrees, if somebody else um, plugs into his emotion, it makes a person feel better. So being, um, expressing yourself to someone else helps alleviate the, the internal pressure you have. And that very possibly that's the Pshutoshal Mikra here. I saw one other shot that's very fascinating. It's brought from Pelayoyetz. Pelayoyetz was an old safer of, of Hanhagas, Tevis, and so on. And the Pelayoyetz says that this is the mocker f- for going to Tzadikim and telling Matyatsaris for the following reason. He says, anytime there's a din from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it is focused on a person. So Reuven was nigs on him, some sort of tsara. Shimon doesn't have that gzera on him. So if Reuven goes and tells Shimon, and Shimon is mitzayer, so somehow that that, that, that alleviates exer on him because Shimon wasn't meant to be included in the package. If Shimon suffers needlessly, so then the the, the din is changed for that reason. And he writes that's the reason why President should go to a tzaddik and tell him that Saris, it has to be a tzaddik who really cares about you. And if he's a really big tzaddik and he's mitzayer, that will be a reason why Kaddish Baruch Hu will 
um, will take it off uh, your husband. Um, it's very, very interesting. This Fasemis was um, a young man when he was Nifta, relative young man, I think it was in his 50s, if not mistaken. The years, his last years were, I believe they coincided with the Russo-Japanese War, and they drafted a lot of his Hasidim, terrible family situations, and he couldn't, he, he couldn't handle emotionally. He told somebody, I think he didn't let someone sit and listen, it might have been his son, and he said, you won't be able to hold out from these tsars. He himself died young, we don't know if but, but he definitely was a broken person from, from everything that had been going on. Okay, let's see the next piece, which is the main piece that this William Ral has a piece. Um, it's Kufyud Beis, Mem Gimom and Aleph, and it says, um, I'm, I'm going to the middle of the piece. It says Pinchas went out to do battle with the Midianim. Why? To, to take Nekama for his grandfather. He came from Yosef Atzadik, um, from one side of his family, one side Jesus, one side was Yosef Atzadik, and he um, was there to take to take revenge for Yosef being sold by Minyonim. <clears throat> so So the Gemara has the child of the Meir Pinchas Yosef Kasi. It says, "Alos benar lochem lois putiel leisha." My love, me Yisro Kasi. She pita magolos of his kachom loy me Yosef she tited be Yisro, and so on. So Chazal say uh, the bottom line is either his mother's father's from Yosef or his mother. Uh, or his mother's mother's from Yosef. That's the that's about lighting Gemara. So Meral speaks over here about this Indian of the taking revenge on his uh, on his grandfather. Um, um, no, I, I I just have to. It just my pages got mixed up here. That's why I just have to get it. Just. Yeah. So it says like this. Um, it can't mean he says. That he was upset at the Midyanim for, for selling his grandfather Yosef. There, there was like a century that passed between the two, or a few centuries, two centuries. It's not, it, that's not it. Pinchas, the, the one, if you're looking for somebody who is the antagonist of what Midian stands for, it's Pinchas. So they were willing to let the doors go out to be Mazanet to be So Pinchas's um, Kanos for Znus comes about 
because he was um, Yosef's grandson and and had that midah. It, it, there's there's an interesting observation about Shimon that Shimon was a kanoi when it came to Shechem, Chamor um, ben Shechem uh, abusing his sister. When Yaakov Avinu then said, you know, or Apam Keaz and so on, he was very upset with him. He also mentions because I don't want to be included with Shimon when 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 they have the whole Maisa with Zimri, and uh, because the what happened was if Znus was really a serious issue for Shimon. If I shave Shimon, then how come his own grandson was Nichol in it? It means that it's not because of the seriousness of the issue. So, for instance, let's give an example. If somebody steals something from me, and I'm very upset. So I could be upset that I lost money, which is valid. I can also say I'm upset that somebody could be so dishonest. But if I myself am dishonest, then obviously being upset is not coming out of a high and noble thing. It's coming because of a loss of something. So when they went out to kill them, purportedly because it was a Mohammed Smith of sorts that they did a terrible affair and so on, if 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 they themselves are it, it puts a lie to the fact that their motivation was out of Erlichkeit. It's obviously something that is coming from somewhere else. Th- that um, so here, Yosef, because Yosef was clean in Arias, Pinchas's kanos is seen as being a genuine kanos for that. There's a there's an old story about um, a mother called up a, a, a kids went on a school trip, um, you know, overnight trip, and a mother called up complaining that. Her daughter's towel was misplaced. Someone had taken, obviously, the snap, and she gave the, the school principal a real stern um, reprimand. Yashros and honesty are the cornerstones of education. And if you can't teach the kids, you know, honesty and integrity, then what use is education? On and on and on and on, Kedarka Kurdish of parents. And so the principal was very, very, you know, Said and find the prince said, you know what? I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to find the towel. What does the towel look like? Said, well, it's very simple. It has Holiday Inn embroidered in big letters on the on, on the towel. So Al-Kapanim, if a person himself is Nagua in the in 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 it, then it, the kanos is coming out of a personal thing. It's not coming out of a kanos Lamana Emis. Pinchas was someone who was Yosef's grandson, and this and the Pasik cast him as Yosef's grandson. I wanted to point about this also. You know, you'll have Sukkim say, "This is Pinchas, who the, who is, comes from Yosef, Shepit Pit Yisrael, uh, and so on." It 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 doesn't mean it's automatic. It doesn't mean that because Yosef was a tzaddik, all his children are automatically tzaddikim. But it does mean that if we find the Chazal are pointing a finger, that this actually comes from there. That that when we see it in the grandson, it's just like genetics doesn't mean that your grandchildren will look like you, but it does mean that if a grandchild looks like you, 
you can definitely um, you can definitely point a finger at the genetic component. So he says, um, so the reason why the Midyanim sold Yosef was Bedavke Midyanim, who, who, were, who were the opposite of Yosef. Yosef was, was the antithesis of them. And that's why there's one other point that's very, very interesting over here is that when we think of somebody who's Loku in Arayas, we think of somebody as a big tiger. So um, the Midyanim over here, the reason why the Mazana was simply cold and calculating um, it, it, tactic. They, they they did not seem to uh, um they didn't seem to do it they weren't being mizana because they wanted mizana they wanted mizana to be marshal Israel. so in a certain sense a person if i had to ask myself who is further away from a sense of um uh, right and wrong about a so somebody who is a big Baltaiva, I could pass it. I could say this person really has that sensitivity, but he has a big Yitzhara. What can he do? Yitzhara is Yitzhara. But if somebody is cold and calculating and willing to do it if for, for a reason, like he's using, he, he's using Arias for something else, means that, he does, that Arias means nothing to him. He's not, it's not a Taiva thing. He's just cold and calculating and using it for some other for some other ends. So in a certain sense, it's it's a stronger opposite of Yosef for somebody to whom Kedusha is the dearest value. So a person who's Lokuyan is Znos because of Taiva. So his his um his Seichel may see Kedusha as a value, it's just that his Taiva kills it. But if the person is is just couldn't care less, he sells it as a commodity, then it's much, much worse. Okay, let's see. The next piece is that is going on. Um, ton, it's 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 Mendal or Menalef, it's Kufi Gimel and then Yaakov. Tonabon, Ashebona, Shanotasha It says these are things that a person um is gets is able to um is is able to not able to is obligated to leave the battlefield because he's he has ties to certain things. He built a house, he, he planted a vineyard, he just got engaged. Um, so he made kedushin actually the better word. So those are reasons why the Torah had Rahmanis and wanted to go back home. So in the order, the Torah teaches that a person should build a house first. And then plant a vineyard. Let's have everything ready and prepared um, in, before he gets married. The Rambam reverses the order a bit. He's, he has planting a carom first, then then a house, then getting married. Acha 
That's one explanation. Dove Acha. Hochem Bruznach Techo is Mikra. That's Tanach. The Atedoba Sodeloch is a Mishnah. Acho, when is Vesero the Talmud? So, and a different Pshad is Hochem Bachutz, Mlach Techo is Mikra Mishnah, Atosoroch is a Talmud. Achobot of Anissa Besach's Maisim Toivim, Rebeleza has Mikro Mishnah and Talmud, Maisim Toivim, and then Droisha Kabaschar. So, whatever it is, they, they, they all point to a certain natural progression in the world of Ruchnius from Mikra to Mishnah to Gemara. Now, Gemara here is going to say the following. Obviously, it's not just because one is harder than the other. It, 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 you know, if, if Mikra is easier, that's why you teach it to younger kids, and Mishnah is all hard, you teach older kids, and Gemara is very hard, you teach it to still older kids. There wouldn't be a Pasuk splitting into three different categories, calling one Hochim Bachutz Nachtecha, one Ve'atadah Basadalach, and one is Banisa Acha Banisa Beisecha, I mean, the, the Pusik seems to giving each one a very, very different function. And uh, this is what Morale speaks about. Now, the, um, we need to understand this also in the context where the Gemara says a person should divide his learning into Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara. The, the, in in, in Allah, it's Paskin. It, the, the, the three categories are not simply, they were written at different times. Um, there are different uh, difficulties. None of that would make it as a separate category, a different description, a different pasik. There must be something inherent about the split in Mikra, Mishnah, and, and Gemara that goes to the heart of something. So let's see what the morale says. Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud. Hirish. Eil Gimel Dvarim, Mikra, Huascholos, Abonas, HaMitzvah, so, so the moral gives a very different, he gives us a much deeper understanding of the different parts of Torah. Um, Mikra comes is Torah that is closest to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, the the so on the one hand, in a certain sense, it's closest to the root, to the heart. On the other hand, it is the least um, understood in our world. So Shabbos is that you shouldn't do any malacha, you should rest, and so on. That's it. So that's a core description of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants Shabbos to be a day of Menucha. How does Menucha look in our world is, 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 is our how-to instructions. So for instance, if I want to describe to somebody how to build a house, and I start with the laws of physics, um, how much pressure are you putting and how is it being distributed on the different uh, columns and so on, those instructions are describing the forces of nature working in the house 
they're not terribly useful for how to build a house. Well, now I've understood uh, the different um, pressures and 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 so on, but it, it still leaves me kind of baffled as to so what should I do? Torah itself, there's a vantage point of seeing it from the way um, it's described as coming from Akadosh Baruch Hu. The um, this might explain something like Ayin where it's 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 coming from Akadosh Baruch Hu, It means justice is perfect retribution. We don't have that ability in this world, and therefore it becomes money. But there's a big difference. In other words, we're, we're seeing it from a very different angle. So things in the Torah are written in the language as closest to Hashem Yisbaros Ratzon. It is also the furthest from being practical. Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us to sit in sukkos, in dwelling places. That's, that's what the mitzvah is. What exactly constitutes a sukkah is a lot of, lot of details. So the chilek of Torah is called mikvah, and that's why there's a possible value. You have Sfarim like Devin Ezra, who um, explain, or Drashbam, who explain Chumash in a way that is not consistent with Torah Shabbat The point of it was, yes, there is a dimension of Torah that is Mikra, and, and in the world of Mikra, this is what it means. It doesn't mean that in our world, it doesn't mean that practical, because it doesn't take on it, that, it, the, the ideal that we're describing the Chumash does not become in the world the Metzias. So, the, the, um, therefore, he says, And therefore, each mitzvah, as it starts its journey to us, is not in our language and not written very clearly. In the mitzvah, there's a in, in the Mishnah, there's a certain fleshing out of the details so that we have a clear picture. Mishnah is a sukkah, give us, um, is meant to lay out the halachas, the basic halachas of sukkah. The, the, um, the, the Mishnah, however, doesn't give us the mocker or the reasoning behind it, so, so that we are still... What's missing when I have the Mishnayis, what's missing is the ability to make any personal judgment calls. So if someone asks me, well, the case I have doesn't fit the Mishnah quite, what's the halacha? From the standpoint of Mishnah, I don't have the tools to, to be able to personally evaluate and, and, and paskin. In Gemara, where I have the time adverb, understanding where it came about, how it came about, and so on, allows me to rule on any new shayla that comes up. So the, 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 the arrangement of Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara is as follows. Mikra is how it is the closest to Baruch Hu. It means 
it, it is the closest to, to what the mitzvah means, so to speak, and, the, and is the least practical in terms of making use of it in this world. Mishnah is already the mitzvah as it crosses over into our world. What does it look like? What does a sukkah, which is an abstract entity, look like in, 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 the, in a physical world like ours? What's the roof made of? What the walls made of? And how they stand and so on and so forth. The, um, but, but those are just facts without understanding the reasoning behind the facts. Do I learn it from a Pasuk? Is it a Svara? What is the Svara? When does it apply? I'm helpless to make any judgment calls on it. And therefore, it's someplace in the middle between me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When it crosses over and becomes Gemara, so now it's something that I, I now have a handle on it, and I'm in a place to be able to, 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 um, to say something that I can, I can say something intelligent. I can judge a new case that comes up. I can, I can decide on some things that are similar, not similar, and, and, and so on. That's the progression of Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara. Uh, and that's why it says, you know, a person needs to learn all three of them because the Gemara says he should be Mishalash his days, Mishalash his years. The, 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 um, the point is, each one of them is a little bit of a different way of looking at it. I, I want to draw a bit of an analogy to it that I think is important. In, 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 in our Derech Halimud Yeshivas today, we've um, kind of divided between the standard Yeshivish learning, which is very lambdas oriented Rambam-focused, to Halacha learning, which is Shoharach-focused, Achronim, Chubas, Achronim, and things like that. And there's a seesawing back and forth between which one is good, which one is this, you know, which is better, you know, that type of thing. There is a sort of understanding that they're really both are necessary. In other words, the advantage of the Rambam, the way he set up the Lachs over Shaharach, is that it's a more it's a much better understanding of what the Allah is like. The Rambam structures his Allah is, um, from the bottom up and, and you know, it has a perfect order that he could possibly give. And a person gets a very good sense from the internal structure of it, and that's what Lambda is supposed to be. Lambda is supposed to be an understanding of the internal structure of the mitzvahs. There is not the emphasis at all of how to make this practical. It's a much better organic understanding of the of the Muhsir mitzvah. It may be helpful at some point, but at the, but at this point, at this junction, it's sort of Mishnadi. <clears throat> the the Bale Halacha, like the Shaharuch, they're looking how how to implement the, these. The Rambam will not bring any cases that are not listed in the Gemara. If the Rambam in his rear time changes the case somewhat, everybody's up in arms. Why? That's be that's be a compelling reason why the Rambam had to change the case. So the Rambam is is there to bring out the halach of the Gemara. In a halacha sefer, Shocharach and Ramah being first, um, what are the cases that happen are a very important part of it. it it's it's built to help us deal 
with cases that are around us as opposed to, to, to the principle. So, so this, this trade-off between principle versus practical application um, is true in Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud. It's true in everything else. Um, the Rambam and Halacha Paskins, that the Mitzvah Torah, you need to do all three. But then he says, when a person has, when a person knows Mikra and Mishnah, and he's, um, so he needs just to review it occasionally to not forget it, but then the focus is in, is in Talmud. That, that belongs to us. The, um, I once heard from Weinberg, and it's, it's, it's a Dava Pashit. When we refer to Mishnah, we're not only referring to the things written in the Mishnahis. Anything that's been put down, frozen, and, you know, like he said, up to the Shahara for us today is Mishnah. It means the Torah Shabbat Peh that has become set. And, and you know, and, and that's, that's what it is. Talmud is always the deeper understanding of it. The, 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 the understanding, it's, it's, it's an exercise in our grasping of, of what's there, using our words, our understanding, and so on. Okay, we'll hold it over here.